So let's get this straight. We can't wear bonnets because it makes us ghetto. We can't wear wigs and weaves because we're hiding what's underneath and not embracing our natural self. But then we can't wear our natural hair because it doesn't look presentable and it's not the beauty standard. Damn, and let me not forget we can't shave our head bald because y'all already masculinized us enough as it is. Black women have the most predetermined rules when it comes to how we're supposed to look. And you wonder why we do the fuck what we want. Why the hell will we listen to anybody? Welcome to the Untitled Podcast where we have <laughs> ah, the bloopers. <laughs> Welcome to the Untitled <laughs> <laughs> okay, let me be serious. Okay. Welcome to the Untitled Podcast, where we took. <laughs> Welcome to the Untitled Podcast, where we can talk about any and everything, and where this is a safe space for open and intellectual conversation. I am your host, Ia, and I am joined by a special guest with me. Would you like to introduce yourself? Okay, hi, I'm Gloria. I tell us what I'm saying. That's fine. Um, so this has been trending for a couple a couple of weeks now, I guess. So we'll be today's episode will be about the bonnet debates as well as um respectability politics. First, you have to know the definition of these things. Uh respectability politics is um basically what it sounds like is when you have to like look a certain way or well at least the people who subscribe to respectability politics believe that if you look a certain way like if you look presentable if you like adhere to certain standards that you deserve to be treated like a human like a respectable human but then if you if you don't then you deserve to be treated like garbage which I don't agree with that and that's wrong and this is where the bonnet comes in because there's been this the bonnet debate is not new it's been ongoing for many years now it just resurfaces itself every two to three years or so so um the bonnet debate is basically an ongoing debate saying whether black women should wear their bonnets in public or not which I'm just like, out of all the topics we could talk about, why is it the bonnet? Like, we have other struggles. <laughs> why is the literally bonnet, like why is the bonnet the most important one? Like, we out here dealing with sexism, racism, classism, intersectionality, and it's just like I'm gonna focus on what's on my head. They love to like hate on the most random things Black women do. A real crazy. Me. I was like, I was scrolling, I saw, it's like a TikTok and I saw something on Twitter too, where it's just like, okay, you tell us to take our bonnet off. We take it off, we wear, we wear, and then we maybe have like a weave or a wig on. You tell us to take the wig and the weave off to embrace our natural self. We embrace our natural hair, we're called ugly, we're called unprofessional, our hair is called dirty. What do you want us to do? (laughs) Like, it's really tiring, like. Black women are always getting policed and criticized for the random things, most little things. It's so, like, it's so insane. It is extremely annoying. It's like, let me be myself. It's hard enough being a Black woman, carrying the weight on the world on your shoulders. Exactly. 
So uh, what are your thoughts on the bonnet stuff? Okay. So I, firstly, I'm like respectability politics and the bonnet debate in general. Like um, I saw how Monique was talking about how and a bunch of old heads, a bunch of old black people, you know, older black because you know they're usually the most stuck in their ways. I feel like and the most mm-hmm. drawn to respectability politics. Yes. They're always talking about oh, present yourself with pride, wear yourself happy. Why are bonnets seen as such a negative thing in the first place? Like, um, I don't understand that because like, why is wearing a bonnet not bonnet bonnet not respecting yourself or wearing like something with pride? Why is it seen as ghetto and trashy? Because black women wear it, and it's like everything everything black a black person does is labeled as ghetto because of like society and it's like I don't want to like bonnets shouldn't have a negative connotation because their sole purpose is to like keep your hair healthy Mm -hmm. and it's really sick how people think that you're like not respectable or you look trashy or you look ghetto or you look ratchet because you wear a bonnet out in public like why is it such a bad thing to be comfortable why is it such a bad thing to want to keep your hair healthy why is it a horrible thing to not look like you're going to a job interview every two seconds and I just like, I don't think the, um, I feel like respectability um, politics came into play because of um, the white, white eye, supremacy. you know, white supremacy, the white eye. And how, cause you know, they want, they want white people to perceive us as this and that. And like, I feel like the whole bonnet debate is coming from like white people, like old, older black people, or just like black people in general wanting to be, wanting to be like, seen as better in the white man's eyes you know wanting to be validated in the white man's, man's eyes, eyes. Mm-hmm. yeah i understand that also i think it also because a lot of these old heads they were um i said old heads like a lot of the older black people they're speaking from the perspective I, like i understand where they're coming from because they're speaking from a perspective in a time where like black people were heavily um segregated you couldn't be allowed into certain places if your hair didn't look a certain way um you would be denied access to certain things because of your skin color and I feel like the way that they combated some of these things was by appearing to be presentable and always put together a lot of the time and I also think in Monique's I might be the bad guy but in Monique's defense I'm taking this point from a TikTok that I saw that out in... Hi, my name is Pablo. I know this entire Monique thing has been going around, but I think I have something different to add than most people. If you don't know, Monique got on the internet and said that she was really disappointed in seeing a bunch of black women in airports wearing bonnets, which is ludicrous to me. But the one thing I don't think people are considering is that Monique grew up as a flat black woman in America. And by no means does this absolve anything she said, because again, it's just utter bullshit. But... Fat people do not have the luxury of looking lax at any time. Because the second you walk out your door looking less than presentable to society and the world and skinny people, they automatically assume that you're lazy, undisciplined, and you have no work ethic. There is so much pressure on fat people, especially fat black people, to always look their best and be in their Sunday best. And unfortunately, I think her comments were coming from that very traumatized place. But that's still not an excuse, especially because she has access and resources to go to therapy to help move past those traumas. But you let me know what you think in the comments. Start, uh, later on, it's um, it was talking about how Monique is speaking from the point of being fat in the industry. 
like when she was first getting when she was first getting popularity you know Monique was on the was on the heavier side and you know the stereotype not just around uh, fat people but fat black people like fat people are just generally seen as lazy no matter whether it be they're fat because of a health condition whether it just be their genetics it's just you're fat because you're lazy you refuse to work out so I think where she's coming from is just like when I was coming up in the industry and a lot of the time when I was growing up because of my size I had to always look put together to not get called like to not get labeled as the sloppy fat person which I feel like that plays into um, fat phobia in itself. Um, so I understand where she's coming up. But I can't talk today. It's where okay. It's okay. I understand where she's coming from, but do I feel like her message was? I feel like it was a good message, but from the wrong messenger. Also, that gray house code. She delivered that message, and I was like sis if you're gonna talk about being presentable i'm gonna need you to look a little presentable yourself don't come out in that <laughs> gray in that gray room with like you've been chilling in your house all day you decide to make a video in your car like beloved speaking from the auntie point of view it's just yeah don't throw stones from a glass house exactly you know? exactly like it's the kettle calling the pot black and also, I feel like it stems from a cultural standpoint as well, because um, so I'm Nigerian. I'm specifically of uh, the Yoruba tribe, and so in my culture, we believe that looking your best is very important, no matter like what you're doing, whether you go out for running errands, whether you're going for a job interview, a party, if you're just at home looking our best and our appearance is something that we take a lot of a lot of pride in so even talking to the women in my family they're just like I don't understand why people wear bonnets outside either you're only supposed to wear it inside your house it's used for when you sleep um it doesn't matter if you're just going for a quick errand you don't know who you run into you don't know um who you could possibly meet on the way whether that person could be life-changing or not you know you know stuff like that and I get where they're coming from because it was the way that they're raised and it's within the culture. But then um, people, they shouldn't degrade people for um, making certain decisions. What do you think about that? Um, so starting with like, I understand where Monique was coming from. And I understand like being a fat person myself, like I understand people assuming you're lazy because you're fat. But I feel like um, I feel like it would be easier for people in general to not be like laid pushed off as lazy and like labeled this and that if we normalize wearing bonnets more because like if it's a if it's a normal thing if it's something seen as normal in society um, people won't be so critical of it and also I don't understand why. You can't look your best wearing a bonnet. I don't know. I feel like I feel like bonnets can be like a really cute part of like an outfit without like with low maintenance, not having to do your hair. Because you know, um, not to like, not to like um, bring in like random things, but you know, white girls like to like wear their messy buns and they don't feel like doing their hair. I hate yeah, that messy bun like, so much. <laughs> 
and it's and it's seen as cute and it's seen as cute and i'm not gonna lie it is cute sometimes like so why can't the bonnet be cute i think it's cute like imagine you're wearing a whole fit and then your bonnet match that's so cute yes and, and then nowadays you have no excuse like I feel like even if you, like, get you a cute bonnet from one of these um, TikTok stores because they be having, like, the African print with the silk inside. Your bonnets can have patterns. Like, I feel like bonnets should get the same treatment that do-rags did. Because remember a while yeah. ago, like, do-rags were called, like, ghetto and stuff until it started being, they started becoming a part of, like, fashion and, um... Until white people started wearing it. Right. When white people started wearing it, you see celebrities wear it to the red carpet and stuff like that. Like, people don't see bonnets as a, as a big thing. A lot of the time, like, if you see a guy with a bonnet outside, um, not a bonnet, a do-rag outside, especially if the do-rag kind of matches his outfit, like, oh, okay, I see you with the drip. Okay, you swagging or whatever. It's, um, it's like, it's seen as a compliment. It's like an accessory as an outfit. I think like bonnets can be integrated in the same way. I feel like we just need to get white people on board. <laughs> but See, then- that's what's sick about, sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but that's, that's what's sick about it. We have to, we have to like get the validation of white people before seeing something as cute, like as pretty. It's so, it's so horrible to me. Like, okay, go ahead. It's very, it's very annoying. But then- with the bonnet, with the bonnet whole thing, I feel like even if white people were to take it over, cultural appropriation would be so hard. They would gentrify the bonnet so quick. It's just you already see it slowly. Ha- you already see it slowly happening on TikTok with white people that discover that their hair is curly, mm-hmm. and they're just like you just see them pop out with the bonnet in certain TikTok videos. I'm just like you're just like they're like in the video they're like I have curly hair. I'm gonna sleep with the bonnet now for great hair care. I'm just like. Y'all raising the price of bonnets. They used to be $10, $15. Now they're $35 and up. I'm just like, sir. And I understand, like, other people with hair, like, trying to keep their hair healthy by wearing bonnets because, you know, that's the purpose of it. But it, like, it negatively affects us in a way because, I mean, I just, I think it's a bit unfair that, <clears throat> sorry, I'm sorry. I think it's a bit unfair that when we do something, we're ostracized and criticized for it until, you know, they do it and then it's cool. Mm-hmm. And like, I understand it's for hair care, but it's just really like very unfair to me. Like, like box braids and stuff Ooh. or like, you know, box braids seen as unprofessional or cornrows or anything seen yes. as unprofessional. And so like, like until Kardashians made a cute boxer braids. What the hell are boxer yes. braids? They're cornrows. I remember this one time. This is very off topic, but still kind of on topic. On topic, I saw this. Um, I saw this clip of this white girl who was putting cornrows in her hair, and she was like, "And it was a white per. It was a black person reacting to the video." Well, the girl like had braided her hair, and so I was like, "Okay, this looks cute." And then she pulls out a can of corn and a needle and thread, like the needle and thread that you use for sewing and stuff. And she's like, "Okay, we can't have cornrows without actual corn." This one. This woman proceeds to sell corn in every part of the braids that she did on her head. I was like, mm. huh? <laughs> yes. Um. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I was like, and then y'all wonder why we call y'all dirty because y'all do stuff like this. Was, mm. oh, okay. Gosh. Also, also not to not to hate on white people, but I'm just like y'all hygiene needs to get together because how how do y'all make 
how do y'all not take showers every day? Like, I was reading a thread about it, and I was like, and it was like a black person who said, I learned, I was today years old when I learned that black people don't, that not black people, that white people don't shower every day. And then they were talking about, it was a bunch of white people in the comments like, yeah, I don't, I shower like every other day or like once a week or something. And their main reasoning was, oh, yeah, like if you shower too much, you're drying out your skin. Um, it's not really good for your skin. It's like lotion exists. <laughs> body oils, body butters. No wonder when it rains, y'all be smelling like wet dog and nickels. <laughs> that actually reminds me of um, this is really off topic, sorry off topic, but that actually reminds me of something else I saw like a while ago. Like it was somebody talking about on Twitter, like summer showers were like for like entire summers when they were kids, they didn't shower, they just went inside the pool. And it's just like it upset me so much. And it made me think of every time I went to a public pool and I probably swam in somebody else's dirt because that's where you put the shower before you go in a pool so you don't put the, the dirt in the pool. But like, I don't know. It's not it's not a replacement. It's like there's um uh, there's a survey done a couple years back where like the survey says like 85% of Americans consider jumping would rather jump in the pool and perceive themselves as clean rather than taking a shower i was just like which americans because <laughs> i didn't get that survey right i i ain't get no letter i didn't get no email i was like hmm, this is some white people and then it was like even on the shower topic there was a thread on twitter that talked about like washing your legs and how like you don't wash your legs in the shower i'm like what what is it so what do you wash in the shower and so there's this white girl who is just like I don't wash my legs in the shower I kind of just like wash my upper body and then I let the water wash me off and the soap runs to my legs and that's how they get clean I was like the dirty soap from the rest of your body that was like, dirty beforehand also she never mentioned mm. anything about like cleaning her coochie or like her butt crack I was like so you just out here nasty wow okay 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 mm. i know yo 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 could you crying for help not even crying growling just <laughs> okay back to the bondage <laughs> so far off and um <laughs> okay um we're talking about um monique also we were talking about cultural appropriation. Yes. Um, it's sad that um, before a lot of the things that Black people have always done, especially when it comes to Black women, is seen on Black women, is seen as something negative. It has a negative connotation. But then as soon as it's on white people, it's passionate. It's fashionable. It's cool. It's hip. It's, oh, that's such a new style. It's so great. <laughs> And then even also there was back in the day there was a law called the the tor the torching law. I'll put something in that explains it better. Where um, it was a law in like the South, I think it was in Louisiana or something. It was one of the Southern states where um, it was a law that forced Black women to cover their hair like a scarf a bonnet oh i saw scarf. i saw that yeah it was a lot that forced black women to cover their hair because white people not white people specifically white women were um 
upset that white men were finding black women attractive because of how of how beautifully black women did took care did their hair took care of it and maintained it so white women got in their feelings lobbied their husbands lawmakers and just like black women have to cover their hair in public i don't like it they're stealing all our white men that is such an interesting phrase to think about a white woman saying but (laughs) (laughs) we carry on um and so black women they couldn't wear their natural hair in public for like a really long time and they just had to had to cover it with like whatever and that's why you have so many intricate designs like so many ways you can tie a scarf it's a very beautiful thing like even when black women's backs are against the wall we still find a way to be innovative and create very beautiful things which kind of just speaks to our survival instincts um I forgot where I was going with this point. But one thing I don't really understand or get is how hats are like all cool, but like bonnets aren't like bonnets and hats don't have the same purpose, but like they look the same. You know, somebody wears a hat that completely covers their head. It's not ghetto. It's not trashy. So why? Why are bonnets trashy? People are like, because you wear it to sleep, because you do this and that. I don't take my bonnet off when I wake up. And, like, people wear their regular hair to sleep, bare hair. Like, is that ghetto? Like, I wear my scarf to sleep. I wear my scarf to sleep sometimes. Like, is that considered ghetto? I'll still, like, find a new scarf to put it on my head. So does that make scarves ghetto now? Because I don't understand the, the debate. Many people are saying, well, you sleep in it. You're not supposed to wear it out. But you sleep in a lot of stuff that you exactly not, that you're not supposed to, like, oversized t-shirts people sleep in those but then they turn into a you can wear them out just throw on some biker shorts and some tennis shoes like you some people sleep in silk slips but these are seen as they're still appropriate to wear in public so what's the difference i don't know i feel like oh go ahead sorry no go go on okay i feel like the argument is just really invalid because you know, other people just like who don't sleep in bonnets wear their regular hair to sleep. So does that mean they can't wear their normal hair out in public? And it's just like, 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 like you said, a lot of people wear a different variety of clothes out in public. I mean, they're slept in out in public and it's not like seen as trashy. And the argument is just like really dumb because I don't even like, I don't only wear my bonnet to sleep. You think I get up every day where I'm not about to do anything and like do my hair. Even when I am like going to the store, I'm in, I'm going to keep my bonnet on if I'm not going anywhere formal. And like, that's a, that's a thing I need to like, why can't bonnets be formal? But let me stop, let me stop, let me stop. I'm getting ahead of myself. But like I was saying, I don't take my bonnet off when I wake up. It's not something I just wear to bed. It's something that I wear like in my daily life too. So it's very much a part of you. Yeah. It's, it's just like just because you wear something to sleep sometimes doesn't mean it's like trashy or ghetto. Mm-hmm. Okay, go ahead. I feel like this is kind of because um, I know what you're saying. Like even me myself, if I'm not doing anything, I'm just sitting on Zoom on Zoom school. It's just my bonnet is gonna be on in those classes, especially if my camera exactly. doesn't have to be on. <laughs> you get this bonnet with the with a couple of scarves under it. Uh, even like. Uh, I feel like for me personally, I um, I don't go out with my bonnet, no matter like how 
uh, fast it is or where I'm going, whether it's a formal or informal thing. If I have to cover my head, I'll just put on a scarf, a hat, a turban. It's it's just not what I do. It's not what I was raised to do. Maybe I might end up doing it in the future, so I'm not ruling that out. The sun just disappeared on me. That's great. Um, yeah. So um, let leave black women in their bonnets alone. That's all I have to say. Especially in like in spaces like the airport when you know you're gonna be on a long flight and you don't want your hair to be messed up. You you better put that bonnet on. <laughs> Let me tell you. Usually when I go to the airport, it's some event the next day. So I have like my hair in rollers curled up or something, and my bonnet's on it. Like, so do you want me to mess up my next day hairstyle for the event I'm flying for? And you know, like, um, I the thing you're referencing with the airport of like when somebody took a picture and was like ghetto in the airport bonnets on, it was worse because the 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 person they took the picture of was talking about how they were going in the airport for like their sister's funeral. So like, why are you criticizing people who've just lost their sister, uh, how they're presented in public, like? Right, people look a mess when they're grieving. Like let and people, oh, let sorry, them grieve. No, it's fine. And then people were like, "Oh, they don't got shoes on." This that, it's the airport. You gotta take your shoes off to go through the um, not the, even, the, the, the scanner. Not even just like, the airport. The picture they, was taken at TSA. What do you expect them to have on? <laughs> You're not allowed to wear your know. shoes to the little machine thingy. Like I feel like and I I do. Hmm. Oh, go ahead. No. Go. I feel, I mean, I wear my bonnet out in public. I wear it to Target. I wear it to shoppers. You know, I go to my cousin's house with it. I go to my auntie's house with it. Um, sometimes I go to, like, if it's not, like, a nice restaurant, I'll go to, like, eat with it, you know? I don't know. It's just, I don't think it's that serious. Sometimes if I, like, if I do feel like we're going somewhere a little bit, like, more fancy. Because, fancy. see, I don't know. I said, why can't bonnets be formal? But like, I think it's more of, I think it should be like normalized as casual thing. So I take back what I said, like, why can't bonnets be formal? But like, I think it can be worn casually and it can be part of my outfit. But if I feel like it's something more upscale, I just like, I put a wrap on my head and make it look like a bun. You know, when you do that and I just do my edges. So I don't even do my edges in the scarf. I kind of just let them hang out. Like, I mean, it depends how I'm feeling that day, for real. Yeah, I agree with with that. Also, um, like, just in general, Black women aren't allowed to express themselves in the way that they themselves like to express themselves, like the policing of Black women's image at all costs. Like I know, like there are certain stereotypes of black women that are harmful to black women, like the Mammy, the Jezebel, the Sapphire, the angry, the angry black woman. I don't like those stereotypes. But then, mm-hmm. even when black women go against those stereotypes and like they're stereotypical, like they're presentable, their hair is nice, they always look good. Those type of black women are still nitpicked at. So whether like black women are damned if they do, damned if they don't. So like a lot of women, a lot of black women have this mentality of just like okay, I am hit it on and called ghetto and called ratchet for doing or wearing my bonnet in public. Okay, cool. I won't wear my bonnet in public. Then I'm accused of subscribing to white beauty standards 
or I'm trying to be like white women or I'm not embracing my natural self. It's just like, what do you want from us? It's like the black women have a set of expectations that no other group of people have. And it's very suffocating because there's this thing called um, staying on code where like, if you see, if you see like another black woman doing something you may not like, you don't say anything for the mere fact that like she's a black woman, unless like she wants, she herself is asking for corrections. And that's the only time that like you say something. But other than that, you kind of, you kind of, you shut up, you mind your business, you eat your food or you defend and congratulate her. And I feel like a lot of black women kind of need to get on this um, um, cold mentality because in debates like this, black women are really like fighting against each other as well as other groups of people. And that doesn't give us like a good look as a collective. I think you understand what I'm saying. I'm not sure. Um, what do you mean by like a good looking collective? Like a good look to who? No, like, like I understand, I understand like, why are we fighting each other we're like mm-hmm. supposed to be cool but when i say when i say a uh, good look collectively like you know how um you know how like black men it doesn't matter the situation if it's another black man in trouble they kind of just stand there together in a quiet solidarity mm-hmm. yeah like from the outside looking in they look like organized and um like put together if you know what I'm saying, like, when, like, Black women kind of don't have that, where it's just, like, I see a lot of it, too, like, Black women kind of criticize other Black women harsher than um, other other races of people may criticize Black women. I'm just, like, if you don't like her, you can just keep scrolling and keep it pushing. Like, something like that. Yeah, I get what you mean. Like, um, it starts from, like, like little black girls to now, like they're always policed by, we're always policed by each other. Like obviously everybody else teaches us too and we're trying to change that. But like, it's also a problem within ourselves too because you know, as a little black girl, you're too fast. You're too- um, You're too this, you're too, too that. This, you're too angry, you're too that. And like, you know, it's it's like your own mother saying that, it's your auntie saying that, it's your, it's your older cousin saying that. And it's just like, like, can I just do, like, do what I like? Can I just do, like, can I just do what I want to do without being police? Because, you know, we're not, like, it's not like, it's not like wearing bonnets is hurting anybody, you know? Like, who is, who is wearing a bonnet hurting? Is anybody going to die because I put on my bonnet and go to shoppers to get, like, some chips? No. It's, <laughs> nobody's going to die because of that, like. Exactly. I I very much agree with that, and... I feel like um, for like for um, for like things like such trivial things like whether wearing a bonnet outside is right or not to be like to not be talked about like black women need to come together collectively and just like ignore certain things like okay you may not like what she's wearing but is she hurting you like is what she's wearing offending you in any way? Like, does she have a slur on her outfit? If not, just leave leave good sis alone. Like, there are other problems that we have to fight and other systems that we have to, like, correct. Exactly. 
it's oh, really wow. bigger problems than wearing a bonnet. bonnet. It's yes. so much bigger problems. So like, much bigger problems. Like for real, <laughs> for real. And then having this debate during Pride Month at that. Mm-hmm. And the fact that this debate comes up every few months over and over again, like leave us alone. It's like it's so many like stupid little dumb like debates over the dumbest things that happen. And they keep coming and coming and coming like we don't have bigger problems to worry about. Yes, like we don't have bigger fish to fry. <laughs> it's just, um, I don't understand that. I never will. Moral of today's episode, leave black women alone and stop policing exactly. them. Exactly. Okay, period. Um, I'd like to thank my guest, Gloria, for joining us. You're welcome. Thank you for having me. Oh my gosh, thank you for coming um you're welcome to come back anytime um next week's episode we will be having that long that long age discussion is it looks or personality with a couple different friends of mine so stay tuned for that join us next week monday for that and this has been the untitled podcast i have been your host ia this has been my guest gloria um, I hope you enjoyed this discussion. Please chime in on Twitter and I'll put it in the description because I don't remember the podcast Twitter. <laughs> Embarrassing. <laughs> okay. That has been the Untitled Podcast. I hope you enjoyed yourself. Peace.